The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Son immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild animals and wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So here we are in mid-February. Seems like um, everything is broken loose everywhere with the floods in Texas and people being out of power. Um, just We have had clouds here for days and days, ice and snow. You know, I was told by Dave Zoll this week that in Native American circles, February is known as the difficult month. No disagreement here. It's not a surprise, even though it would be easy to blame it on 2020 as a continuation of just the blahness of that year. It also means that winter has come again to Virginia, as well as the rest of the world, as it does every year. That's something I have to remind myself of. But have you noticed how cloudy it's been for the last few weeks? A blanket of clouds that makes the world seem grayer and the light at the end of the tunnel even farther away. But there is light at the end of the tunnel and in the middle too. In this text in Mark for Jesus' baptism is this first Sunday of Lent in that tunnel. It says, in those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. Mark's gospel witness has an urgency not seen in the other gospels. God doesn't want to just part the clouds. He rips the clouds tears the clouds, ruptures the clouds. This is the word in Greek. So that the dove can descend on Christ. Is Christ. It's the Holy Spirit. So it does make you wonder what sound clouds make when they're torn. This is so Jesus-like to be kind of this upside-down way of coming through clouds. The only other place where the same Greek word for tear is used is in Mark 15 as Christ cries out on the cross, and the veil in the temple is torn, just as these clouds are torn. God, through Jesus Christ, rips open the world so that there is no separation between us and God. Jesus is the rip. So as I read the scripture this week, I want God to rip a hole in the clouds over my house. Literally. But the way that God rips into our lives is so much more unpredictable and unexpected, coming in the least likely way, from the least likely source, at the least likely moment, 
according to our expectations and standards. Divine power is not, as we suppose, a super-boosted form of human power, like Iron Man on steroids. God's power is hidden in weakness, like a dove ripping clouds. It's an upside-down way from the way we think about power. So this is not the deist clockmaker God of Thomas Jefferson, who creates the world and went away, not interfering in your life and without any miracles. This is not the God of reason of Immanuel Kant, who does not break natural boundaries. This is the God of our salvation, who breaks into the powerless world, taking on flesh and the ultimate ripping open of the boundaries between us and God to deliver us from the separation that kills us. So in the movie News of the World, Tom Hanks is Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, a Civil War veteran in 1870 Texas, as it was voting whether to rejoin the Union or to stay the Lone Star Country, lawless, rebellious, untamed, like we are. Captain Kidd makes money by traveling from town to town reading newspapers aloud for 10 cents a person. No one touches Captain Kidd. He's as dispassionate about the news as he is dispassionate about the hearers of the news. Traveling to the next town, he encounters a burned-out wagon and a young girl in Native American clothing. The patrolling Union troops task him with returning her to her family from whom she was stolen years ago by the Kiowa tribe. This is most inconvenient, not on his route. He does not need a young child with him to do his job. This is the last thing that he wants to do. So I don't want to spoil it for you, but this fierce young girl rips open his cloudy world, and he sees what he's been avoiding for years. The revealed truth is the way of repentance and resurrection for him. So Ethan Richardson referenced a story in the adult ed last week that I think has bearing here, and you might have heard it before from this pulpit. Auburn Sandstrom tells a story on the Moth Radio Hour of how reaching out in her abject degradation to call a Christian therapist in the middle of the night a piece of paper that her mother had given her with a phone number on it. She does call. She talks to this person on the other end for hours. It turns out that the man who answered the phone and listened to her was not a therapist. It was actually a wrong number. But he generously listened. Auburn makes the observation that is key to us understanding of God in our lives. She said, all it takes is a pinhole of light, and all of grace can come flooding in. So all it takes is a pinhole of light, and all of grace can come in. Think for a moment of times in your life when this has been true for you. The job you felt gave you status and a reason for living that ended. But you lived through it and found another that didn't consume your waking moments. The failed relationship that forced you to lean on others for help and then find true friends. The drinking that you enjoyed until you didn't. 
which made you call people who knew how to stop and didn't judge you. The friend who betrayed you, opening your eyes to the truth of trust. So I'm not in any way suggesting that God would cause things to happen in your life that would hurt you, but I do know that God works all things for good and provides that pinhole in order for grace to come into your life. Jesus Christ is here, but we are blind to see, as that old hymn tells us. It's hard to hear clouds ripping. Grace is hidden in the thing you don't want, the person you avoid, the situation you would never be in. This is the pinhole for grace. Circumstances bring us to our knees, and then we know the grace of God. You know, the people in Christ's time knew that Isaiah said God would send a servant who would know our loneliness, experience the violence of the world, and thus deeply know our hearts, our souls, our pains. Isaiah 53 says, Who would have thought God's saving power would look like this? We're all like sheep who have wandered off and gotten lost. We've all done our own thing, gone our own way, and God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong, on him. On him. The servant that God sent was God's self, incarnated as Jesus Christ to be with us, our Emmanuel, to know us and to save us. Jesus is God with skin on. God that humans have seen so that we will know he cares for us and to show us the width and breadth of the kingdom of God. We ask what we can do to save ourselves, and Christ responds, Be, be, be with me, trust me, be in relationship with me. Let me love you and lead you. We're all like Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, coming out of our own civil war of the soul and reading the news of the world, too hurt to even want love or forgiveness. The love and forgiveness find their way into your life through whatever pinhole that God makes. Your salvation comes to us not in ways we would like or where we are looking, but in the way of the cross and the parting of the soft clouds, this hidden in weakness God. On this first Sunday of Lent, six weeks stretch before us where we will be confronted with ourselves and we will turn toward God. We will once again be reminded that in the middle of our protestations of self-sufficiency and protest against the God we think has abandoned us, God sent a little child who has already saved our souls in an upside-down way of the cross, the least expected way for Jesus to show his love. What you're not looking for has already found you. Amen.